0: you ever wondered why we have four Gospels? Why not three? Why not one? That'd be so much handier. There was a guy, in fact, called Marcion, big heretic back in the day, and uh, he was all about, you know, way too much reading in the Bible he's like right let's get rid of all the other gospels we just do one luke and we leave the acts the apostles and then we'll we'll keep some of paul we maybe snip some of it and then he got rid of i think the whole old testament and piles and piles of the new testament so might sound really attractive to you if you aren't scared and intimidated by reading the whole bible you might want to become a marcionist and not a christian but we have four not one not three why so there was these four people, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were four guys. A couple of them were, were apostles of Jesus. They were the closest people to Jesus, but Luke was not. Luke wasn't even Jewish. He was a Gentile. And John, of course, he was very close to Jesus. He was an apostle. Matthew was an apostle. But Mark wasn't, sometimes called John Mark. He was, he was around with, with Paul and Barnabas for a while, and then he was hanging out with Peter. And his gospel is taken to be kind of Peter's gospel, Peter's memoirs. Okay, but you these four different guys, And to me, what that means is it wasn't just John. You know, you could think, well, it could just be John. He was the closest to Jesus. Surely he'll do. He won't do because Jesus also wants to hear what Mark has to say. And he wants to know what, what Matthew has to say. And what Matthew has to say is really important. Now, Matthew was a guy who just decided under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to write down what he remembered of, of Jesus and of the story and of the gospel. And he just wrote it as him. He didn't have, like a, I'm sure, a whole fleet of you know, typesetters and editors and, and word checkers and spell checkers and Grammarly and all that. No, he just, he just sat down and started writing it. And that matters. Like the entire world returns to Matthew and what his opinion was and what he liked about the story of Jesus and what he felt the Holy Spirit really spoke to him. And the stuff that Matthew said, no, I'm not going to tell that bit. And John even says this. He says, if I wrote down everything, the whole world couldn't contain it. So John had to go, hmm, what bits do I like? Isn't that mad? What bits do I feel the Holy Spirit saying to me? Yeah, okay, that's really, really important. But also, what bits really moved me? That's, I think, part of what John wrote down in Matthew and Mark and Luke. And, And this is the beautiful thing, that God loves to work through humanity. Just as he himself, Jesus, became flesh, he became truly man while remaining truly divine, truly God. His word and the story is preserved through what these four guys decided to write down. It's almost like the light of Jesus shone through their humanity, like shone through their flesh and in their writing. It came out and, and we get to read it today. And Jesus loves that. He loves to use you. He loves to use normal, limited, awesome beautiful, broken humans to tell his story and to be his witnesses on this earth. You are his witness on this earth, and he wants you to have a gospel of you. So in a certain sense, yes, there's four gospels, but there should be as many gospels as there are people on the earth. earth. What is your gospel? And what I mean by by that is, what is it about the gospel of Jesus, the story of Jesus, that really moves you, that touches your heart? How would you write it down? How would you tell somebody? Because Jesus is is, is sitting at the edge of his seat. He would love to hear that story. What is the gospel according to Mary, if your name's Mary, or Columba, or Mick, or Francois? Have you shared that with somebody? Wouldn't that be interesting? Have you written it down from the start to the finish? And, and your own spin on the stories, like what is it that strikes you, and to be faithful to it, but what's the you spin on it? What is it the thing that Jesus has spoken to you in your life? Like you are the church, you are the presence of Jesus in the world. What does it look like when you let the Holy Spirit come upon you as the church did, that you, you be in that upper room with our lady and the saints and the holy women, and you, you welcome the Holy Spirit every day into your heart so that you can not just read the, read the gospels, you can be a gospel to the people that you meet, because you might be the only one that they read, but they can truly encounter his words, his life, what it is like in the flesh to be a follower of Jesus, because it's a flesh thing, it's an experience thing, it's a lived experience, and that's what Jesus wants to do. He's dying to live through you on this earth, if you let him, just give him permission, invite the Holy Spirit, he would love to do that. I hope this has been helpful, God bless you. There you go, and we had the bell for, for, uh, for evening prayer there as well. That was what was banging in the background at the end. Hope you didn't hear it, but it'd be kind of cool if you did. Bye-bye.